WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, and W226BT Orlando. News Radio 93.1 WFLA and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. Good Thursday morning to you. You're up and at them early, and we appreciate that. Here at 6 o'clock, time for our first look at Orlando's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio 93.1 WFLA FM, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour. Democrats subpoena the full Mueller report. Details in one minute. And I hold in my never nicotine stained fingers the Bud Man's Democrat dossier. The contents to be revealed next on Good Morning Orlando. On Capitol Hill, House Democrats are exercising their subpoena power in an effort to get their hands on special counsel Robert Mueller's full final report. Mr. Chairman, the vote is 24 ayes, 17 noes. The ayes have it. The resolution is amended as agreed to. Democrats are demanding the unredacted report. Attorney General Bill Barr has told lawmakers he'll give them a redacted version of the Mueller report by mid-April. New York Democrat Jerry Nadler said it's the job of Congress, not the Attorney General, to determine whether President Trump has abused his office. Meanwhile, some members of the special counsel team reportedly say the Mueller report is more damaging to President Trump than the Attorney General has claimed. According to the New York Times, associates of the special counsel team say Barr failed to adequately portray their findings of the investigation into Russia meddling in the 2016 election. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A 13-year-old Kissimmee girl is dead after authorities say she was hit by a car while riding her bike to school. Mariana Perez Baroto was a student at Lake Marion Creek Middle School. Polk County deputies say she was on her way there yesterday morning when she was hit. They say the car was driven by a 25-year-old woman from Argentina, Michaela Cornell, who was arrested for driving without a license. What a heartbreaking story that is. Mm -mm. Mm. A man's death during a traffic stop in Osceola County is being ruled a suicide. An unidentified man apparently shot himself last night after he was pulled over in Kissimmee on John Young Parkway. Before the shooting, police say they removed two children from the car. They were not hurt. The man was a suspect in another incident, but no details were released. In Tallahassee, the Florida Senate stands with our four-legged friends in law enforcement. The Senate votes to increase the penalty for harming police dogs and horses. Senator Tom Wright used to work as a cop in Minnesota. His partner was a canine. I probably wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for those dogs. So our canine units are important to us. They're a part of the, of the officer's family. These are officers. They just happen to have four legs. Under current law, killing a police dog, fire dog, or search and rescue dog is punishable by up to five years in prison. The bill approved by the Senate increases that to 15 years. In Tallahassee, Rick Flagg, News Radio 93.1, WFLA. That's a good thing. And yeah. Didn't sound like it touched off any kind of a, a partisan <laughs> divide in Tallahassee. I, everybody loves dogs. Especially it, police dogs. And if they don't, there's something wrong with them. <laughs> the Magic won last night, and the Heat lost. So Orlando moves into the eighth and final playoff spot in the NBA's Eastern Conference with three games left in the regular season. The Magic down the New York Knicks 114-100 at the Amway Center as Nikola Vucevic led the charge with 29 points and 13 rebounds. Terrence Ross added 23 points off the bench and said the job now is to keep winning. That's our motto right now is we got to win our way in. We can't worry about too much about what other teams are doing, but uh, if, we, if we win these next three games, I mean, we're going to put ourselves in a good position. Orlando hosts the Atlanta Hawks tonight. 
they're in the playoffs if they win out, right? Yeah. They're in control of their destiny. That's and it's right. been years. This is exciting. Yeah, but you know, this team has teased us all season long. Ah, we'll Come see on what, now. It we'll, doesn't have to be like all the other years. It doesn't. I hope it doesn't not. feel like it either. It's been six years since Magic have been in the playoffs. WFLA News Time is 6.05. A 12-year-old Michigan boy got tired of potholes damaging his mom's car, so he filled the holes himself. That story and video are online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLAOrlando. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. Dave Ramsey, weekdays 3 till 5 p.m. News Radio 93.1. I'm really anxious to see what that kid did, how he got that done. I don't know if he commandeered a, you know, public works truck or whatever, but it's on the website, right? I believe a shovel was involved, uh, yeah. Right. WFLAOrlando.com. Good deal. Our co-host Alan Spector alongside the Bud Man here until 9 o'clock with the hottest topics in talk radio, local and national, and also the rest of the team through the control room, our executive producer, Mike Yaffe, and the Fox, affectionately. Melissa Fox will be taking your phone calls at 407-916-5400. Our toll-free is available at 866-916-5400. And that text line at 23680 is always open. There, standard message and data rates apply. So, you know, you've heard all about the Steele dossier and all of that with the investigations of the president. So how about a Democrat dossier? The Bud Man has assembled one here, and I will crack it open, and we'll talk about what's in it here in just a moment. Meanwhile, your chance to make your wallet great again is just ahead. Win $1,000 in our texting contest. Listen for the keyword of the hour. Text the keyword to 200-200. If you're a winner, you'll get a notification call from area code 513, so answer it. We'll announce that keyword in seconds and then listen throughout the day for the keyword to text to win a $1,000 and make your wallet great again. An update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic just two minutes away on Good Morning Orlando. It's 6.07. Headlines right now. Former Vice President Joe Biden is speaking out about accusations of inappropriate behavior. Several women have accused Biden of unwelcome conduct in years past. In a video statement on Twitter yesterday, Biden acknowledged that social norms are changing and he vowed to change his behavior. Biden thought to be nearing a decision about whether or not to enter the 2020 Democratic presidential race. Updates for you at least every 10 minutes in our top stories all morning here in Good Morning Orlando. From News Radio 93.1, this is Good Morning Orlando. And I'm going to be doing this repeatedly until Election Day, but this is my first look inside the Budman's Democrat dossier. And Exhibit A is touchy-feely, old Uncle Joe, sometimes creepy Biden, okay? And we're finally hearing from him. I gave you that in the headline, showed up on Twitter yesterday. Yaffe, let's roll a little bit of Biden here, and, uh, and, and, and I want you to listen to Uncle Joe and tell me whether this gets him off the hook and whether he can move beyond this. And uh, he leads in the polls for the Democrats, even though he's not in the race, and run a successful race for the Democrat nomination for president in 2020. Let's roll it. I've always tried to make a human connection. That's my responsibility, I think. I shake hands, I hug people, I 
I grab men and women by the shoulders and say, you can do this. And, and, uh, and whether they're women, men, young, old, it's, it's the way I've always been. It's the way I've tried to show I care about them and I'm listening. You know, social norms have begun to change. They've shifted. And the boundaries of protecting personal space have been reset. And I get it. But I will be more mindful and respectful of people's personal space. The idea that I can't adjust to the fact that personal space is important, more important than it's ever been, is, is, is just not thinkable. I will. I will. So what about it? Joe Biden says, I get it. More personal space. That's the way it is now. I will adjust. Issue behind him or not? What do you think? 407-916-5400, text line 23680. Yaffe, Melissa, what do you think? I mean, I don't think it will ever be behind him. He'll be the butt of a lot of jokes in the future. Although I never thought this was really going to stop him in the first place. I never thought it was serious enough to ruin his candidacy. You know what is interesting? Before we get your take on this, Melissa, and we want yours as well at 407-916-5400 or text us at 23680, um... It's interesting that within that video, he says, in the weeks ahead, I'll be talking to you about blah, 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 blah issues, which kind of was a tip off that I am getting in. I have said that I think he's going to take a look at this and say, there's no way, you know, with the leftist Democratic Party uh, and and this issue and my record that will be picked apart, that I'm going to put myself through this for another failed effort to become president of the United States. I still am not at all sure he's getting in. But on the video, how much does it help him or not at all, Melissa? Quickly, bud, three more women accused him yesterday of inappropriate conduct. Now, if he thought that video addressing his inappropriate allegation behavior towards women was going to squash it, it, it didn't. First of all, he didn't apologize for anything. He just said, I'm going to change how I creepy on If he had added a line of apology to everything he did say, would would do that would be enough for you? I, I don't know even then that it would dismiss um, the creepiness of his behavior, but at least would have been a better effort. Do you think he will get in or not? I think he's going to throw his hat into the ring, yeah. Do you think he'll be the nominee of the Democrat Party? I hope so. Because <laughs> you think he's pretty beatable. So do but, I, and please. I think Trump will tear him apart. By the way, I just wanted to say he kind of made it seem like he just rubs him on the shoulder and encourages him, you know, go get him. But when you actually look at the photos in the video, it's much more than that. You know, he's, Yeah, it, it is. It's kind of like, I wish we were alone. Yeah, that's what not. it looks like. You know, maybe you don't wish we were alone, but, but I wish we were but alone. Have you ever stood behind a young child, put your hands on the shoulders, and then leaned in and sniffed their hair with a long sniff? Mm, no. That's creepy. But I'll tell you, I've stood behind my grandkids, and I put my hands on their shoulders, you know, standing for a picture or something, or right. just, you know, just, to, you know, just to connect and show a little love. That's a totally different totally deal. Totally different. Because these women... Largely had no relationship with him at all. And the kids that he mangled in these videos at yeah. ceremonies where their parents were like, okay, but you can clearly see the kids are uncomfortable and trying to move away as children will. You know, and the Democrats, the rest of the left-wing Democrats, you know, and that's where the party is right now, of all, they've been all over Biden about this. Um, they want to take him down. They want to take him out, all right? And uh, the problem that the Democrat Party as it is now has with Joe Biden is this. He is too old. Too old-looking, too old-sounding. He was both of those, particularly old-sounding on that video. He is much too white. 
and he's got a problem with a lot of Democrats and the fact that he's a guy, not a girl, and he's much too moderate. So I, I, I you know, I don't know how this is going to play out, but that's my take on 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 Biden. I, I don't know whether this gets him off the hook or not, but I didn't think it was a very strong effort by Joe yesterday, but it's something I think he was absolutely pushed into doing. 407-916-5400, text line 23680. Uh, I will say this. I'm actually kind of surprised how many Democrats and Republicans have defended him, have come out and really defended him. I mean, Mika Brzezinski was on Morning Joe the other day totally defending him. Yeah, she was. And there's been others so it's kind of amazing the split even in the Democrat Party over this. Yeah. Well, all right. That's Exhibit A in the Budman's Democrat dossier. Got a couple of more to share with you in a moment. Don't go away. Headlines now. Three senior Senate Democrats want the FBI to evaluate the national security risk posed by vulnerabilities at Mar-a-Lago in the wake of the recent arrest there of a Chinese national. Yuzhing Tsang had allegedly gained entry to Donald Trump's private resort while carrying electronics that included a thumb drive containing malware. Trump and members of his family were visiting Mar-a-Lago during the weekend when the incident occurred. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. News Radio 93.1 on WMGF HD3. Online at WFLAOrlando.com. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app. And on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. News Radio 93.1 and iHeartRadio station. Alan just joined us now from the newsroom. A take on the Biden video. Um, does this get the issue behind him? Is he going to get in the race? If so, will he succeed? What do you think? I think if he wasn't going to get in the race, there would be no video. I think the fact that he's gone on record and gone on video saying, hey, I get it. Um, I understand what I've been doing. I think this is an indication he is going to enter the race. Uh, and I think there is a chance this could be put behind him because the allegations, while there certainly was an invasion of space, apparently, among these several women, there's no, none of them say there was anything sexual about it. Um, in fact, I, I heard one woman yesterday, uh, one of the latest uh, women to accuse him, say, well, he had his hands on my shoulder and then they went down to my back. And I felt, ooh, this is a little weird. Yeah. But, you know... And I don't excuse that behavior necessarily, but it's not horrible. It's inappropriate. Inappropriate, yes. Let's bring Robert into the conversation. Good morning from Oviedo, Robert. Bud, man, good morning. You know, Biden probably would appeal to older, you know, union-type Democrats and stuff like that, but the party has no platform anymore. It's just a group of voting blocks. There, there's no platform. There's nothing they're offering. You, you got the younger socialist ones that she's keep pushing it's going to be free stuff all the way around if you go socialism, but they're just voting blocks. There is no platform with that party anymore. Well, no, their platform is to oppose anything Trump does. It's the resistance, <laughs> right? Trump derangement syndrome. There you go. Syndrome. Yep, yep. Interesting take on that. Texters active, as always. Kind of sort it out for us, if you will, guys. Yeah, one person says, I don't agree with Touchy Joe, but it is sad that Nancy Pelosi said that we should treat everyone like they have a cold or keep our distance. Yeah, we had that cut yesterday. Says, next thing you know, you won't be able to hug your own kid or shake the hand of a co-worker without being sued. I like this one here. Women's personal space hasn't changed. Five to ten years ago, I wouldn't kiss a co-worker on the back of the head after squeezing her shoulders. As always, if I wouldn't do the act in front of my wife, I shouldn't do it behind her back either. Mm -hmm. 
Another one of the texters says that, you know, I called him a moderate. Joe Biden is too moderate for the current leftist Democrat Party. You know, I don't consider him to be a moderate as I look at the whole political spectrum. But relative to the rest of these nut jobs running for president, most of them, he is very definitely much too moderate for where the left-moving Democrat Party is. I was just going to point out also that if Joe Biden were the Democratic presidential nominee, I don't think President Trump could take the higher moral ground on this particular issue of inappropriate behavior around women, given the accusations that have made been made about him. What, you mean the locker room talk, the dirty accusations, not actually grabbing somebody by the what? what? Oh, listen, yeah, Trump needs to be careful with that. I mean, sure. you know, and, and he alluded to it in a speech, right? He said, you know, welcome to the world, Joe. How do you like it? Yeah, and, you know, but I'm not comparing what they're accusing, um, you know, Trump with, and and he's on, you know, on tape with the, the Access Hollywood. I mean, it was just awful, no question sure. about it. But the voters decided on that, and they they moved past it for the other things they wanted from this president, many of which he has delivered on, and they made him the 45th president of the United States. Let me get a little bit into the rest of the Democrat dossier, and there'll be more in future editions of the show here. Talk about how far out there they are on the left. Most of them, Beto O'Rourke, and um. And a bunch of others are now saying that they endorse the idea of coming up with federal tax dollars to pay reparations to black Americans for the evils of slavery, even though there is no one currently alive in the United States who had anything to do with that. Okay? They'd have to be the better part of 175 years old. Okay? Um, Please, this is not mainstream. If the Democrats want to win over the independent votes that ultimately decide elections in, in this era, um, that this is not going to work for them. And on board for reparations, you got uh, Beto and you got uh, Kamala Harris. You've got um, San Antonio Mayor Julian Castro. More on him in a moment. Elizabeth Warren um, and a couple of others, including Tulsi Gabbard. Reparations? Are you kidding me? Billions of dollars to be parsed out to black Americans uh, for the evils of slavery long ago. No, that's that's way out there. And Julian Castro, by the way, talk about how far out they are, has come up with an immigration plan um, that, that is amazing. And, and what he is pitching is this, ending all criminal penalties for illegal immigration, um, uh, removing detention as an enforcement pool, effectively abolishing ICE, halting all border wall construction. It is total open Borders, what he is calling for, and that's the Democrat dossier. Um, lots more. We're just getting fired up, and in the meantime, we want to keep you up to date on the news. Alan? Students converge on the state capitol, bud, and UCF has a presence at the Final Four. Those stories and others, along with traffic and weather together in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando It's 629. Good morning, Orlando. Rolls on at the bottom of the 6 o'clock hour. Whether or not to allow teachers to be armed in the classroom continues to be a raging debate, and we have another example of that. Alan? But in Tallahassee, students flooded the state capitol to protest a bill that allows teachers to carry concealed firearms in school. Backers of the bill claim teachers and other school guardians would be the first line of defense from an active shooter. But Florida A&M student Zion Kelly says more guns are not the answer. Arming teachers and administrators will not increase safety within schools. We cannot solve a gun issue with more guns. Guns do not make us safer. It only causes more violence. The school safety bill was scheduled to be heard in the House Wednesday, but it was pulled from the calendar at the last minute. The bill's not dead, just delayed. 
In Tallahassee, Rick Flagg, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. The news is brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Third graders across the state have been taking the standard assessment test. Some test takers at a Jacksonville elementary school had an even more nerve-wracking experience when bullets went flying through their classroom just as they were finishing up. One window was shattered and that window is being replaced. Lawanda Polidor is principal of St. Clair Evans Elementary. No students or teachers were hurt. The gunfire came from off campus. Police are talking to two people. A convicted felon is in trouble again for an incident in Orange County. 47-year-old Roger Smith was arrested yesterday for allegedly pointing a laser at a sheriff's department helicopter three times. Deputies say Smith denied pointing the laser, but they say a laser was found in his home. Deputies also say they found guns in Smith's home, and as a convicted felon, he is not allowed to have those. That's a serious problem. You can blind a pilot, bring down an aircraft, in this case a helicopter. As we've been talking about, former Vice President Joe Biden is speaking out about accusations of inappropriate behavior. Several women have accused him of unwelcome conduct in years past. In a video statement on Twitter, Biden acknowledged that social norms are changing and he vowed to change his behavior. I hear what they're saying. I understand it. And I'll be much more mindful. That's my responsibility. My responsibility and I'll meet it. Biden stressed he'll be more respectful of people's personal space. He is thought to be nearing a decision about entering the 2020 Democratic presidential race. Even though the season is over, UCF men's basketball still has a presence at the Final Four. Knights guard B.J. Taylor will participate in tonight's three-point shooting contest in Minneapolis. The Orlando native ended his career with the sixth most three-pointers made in UCF history. You can watch B.J. take on seven other shooters tonight at 9 on ESPN. I'm going to check that out. What a weekend of basketball coming up. Uh-huh. WFLA News Time is 6.35. Be listening just after the top of the hour for your next chance to make your wallet great again. When we announce the keyword of the hour, text it to 200-200 and you could win $1,000. Florida headlines for you right now. Progress is reportedly being made against a wildfire in the Panhandle, now burning for a sixth day. The Florida Forest Service has announced that the Allenton Road fire in Bay County is now 80% contained. The fire started Saturday, spread to more than 600 acres. Governor DeSantis visited the area yesterday, said he is encouraged by the efforts to get that blaze under control. Updates for you at least every 10 minutes on our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Welcome to the 50,000 Watt Front Forge. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. We have a teacher shortage. We want to attract more people to the profession, but we want them to be qualified to teach our kids. That is why there are a number of tests that teachers who are applying to be teachers in Florida need to take and pass, including the general knowledge exam, in order to be certified to teach your kids, your grandkids. And that's the way it should be. We should be raising the bar. We're trying to raise it for our students. We test them ad nauseum. And teachers should meet certain standards, shouldn't they? Why would we be lowering the bar for teachers to get certified? It appears to us that they are with legislation that was sponsored by a Naples Republican in the Florida House named Byron Donalds. And if this becomes law, and it must not, It would give teachers more time, three years instead of the current one, to pass the general knowledge exam 
that uh, in, in order for them to teach. And, and if they can pass under this legislation, they're calling for a two-year mentorship program, you know, after which the, a mentor teacher in the school principal would deem the newer teacher competent and, and qualified for certification anyway. It's like they never really have to, but they, to pass it, but they just need you know, to work with a mentor for a couple of years. This is, this is incredible. We're talking about getting around the basic requirements on this exam of knowing something about math, reading, and writing skills. And to give you an idea of what's on this Florida General Knowledge Test, here are a couple of sample questions. In the following sentence, choose the correct word to fill in the blank. John prefers blank art to the classics. Now, the answer is contemporary, and you're given four choices of spellings of the word contemporary. You know, and if you have a clue, you know exactly which one it is, and they give you the correct spelling and three spellings that are so far off. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is romper room stuff for crying out loud. And, you know, and they want to give them three years instead of one to pass this. And if they can't pass it in three years, what well, you could still be a teacher. You just got to go through a two-year mentorship program. We don't want you to get discouraged. We need you. To, oh, my God. To be fair, I went to the actual Florida teaching site and checked out the sample and training uh, tests. The math is very difficult. The, um, the English, the grammar, the sub- subjugating, you and all that. You took a 10 question I test. I did that one that you just did the question for and got 10 out of 10. Well, now there I'm you taking go. the 60 uh, test one, uh, 60 t- uh, questions. And like I say, the math is very complicated, but yeah. the basic English knowledge is easy. Um, and if it takes three years for someone to get through this, then they shouldn't be teaching my kids. Well, don't you be taking a teaching job after racing that thing. We need <laughs> you here, Fox. All right. <laughs> I can spell. There's another, there's another question here. Um, which of the following means the same as the word printed in bold? And the word is alluded to support her contentions in her speech. She alluded to the presidential elections of 1972. What's the proper word broached, excerpted, referenced, or contemplated? Of course it is referenced. Um, We talk about the math being tough. You've got one here to wrap it up. Yeah, this takes a little figuring. A building 51 feet tall casts a shadow 48 feet long. Simultaneously, a nearby statue casts a shadow of 16 feet. So how tall is the statue? And you have choices ranging from 17 feet to 153 feet. Uh, uh, some simple math will lead you to the correct answer. How do you feel about this legislation that if it became law, God forbid, would lower the bar, not for our students, but for their teachers in order to get into the profession? Is this any way to deal with a teacher shortage? You need to make the job more attractive and attract better people, better pay, but also better working conditions where you're not just always being mandated to teach to the test like a robot, and where you don't have to put up with kids who are cutting up in the classroom. You don't have to deal with the discipline problems that our teachers are told they just need to deal with here. You know, these are the things that make good people decide to do something else for a living. But we cannot lower the bar for teachers to be certified, and that's exactly what this legislation is calling for, and we want to know what you think. 407-916-5400. You can text us at 23680, or standard message and data rates apply. We'll get your take on all of this. Got to get uh, the rest of the gang in on it as well, and we will. It's an important story, um, and we have the sound judgment game coming up as well. 
407-916-5400. Text line 23680 with standard message and data rates apply. I've got to tell you, because I do have a sound judgment game, I'm actually not going to be able to take calls on this, but text us on it and we'll try to weave them in, okay? 23680. Sorry. We're playing sound judgment for the Trump board game, and it's hard to get, and you can win it. And if you haven't won in 30 days, you are eligible. Sound judgment is next, okay? Can't take calls on the teacher thing. Wish I could. Don't have enough on the clock to do it. So 407-916-5400 to play the game and win this great, hard-to-get hard Trump board game. 866-916-5400 is the toll-free. That's next after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines right now, Democrats demanding to see President Trump's tax returns. The chairman of the powerful House Ways and Means Committee sent a letter to the IRS asking for Trump's returns from 2013 to 2018, not only his personal forms, but also for all his organizations. The president says he is waiting for an IRS audit to finish before he will release them. Seems to me he's been under audit for a long time. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories all morning on Good Morning Orlando. News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. And if you're not on a Trump train, you know somebody who loves the president. What a great gift this Trump policy board game would be for them. You can win it if you're eligible to play. If you have not won our game in 30 days, I have one line open to play Sound Judgment 407-916-5400. And more on this game, Melissa, if you will. Well, the Trump policy game gives everyone a chance to voice their opinion on the key issues of the day and to stand up for the kind of America they want. So our Sound Judgment winner today is going to get their own copy. It's brand new Trump policy board game. And again, it will separate family and friends. <laughs> you will know where they stand. There you go. And if you're trying to get in, wait for a wrong answer in an open line at 407-916-5400. For today's Sound Judgment Game, we catch up with President Trump making a speech earlier this week and having a little fun taking shots at the Democrats on a particular issue. Listen to a little sound we've cobbled together for you. Then use your sound judgment to tell me what the president's talking about here. You know, but it's crazy. You know, the first time I heard it, I said, that's the craziest thing. But they really believe this stuff. And, you know, it's like, it's the craziest thing. They believe it. We don't want to have them knock it out before we get to run against it. So let's take it easy. I'm, I'm actually saying it's a wonderful thing. What is the president talking about? Line one, go ahead. Line one. Oh, God. The border. The border. No. Thanks for trying, though. Open line, 407-916-5400. He could have been, but he wasn't talking about the border. What was he talking about, line two? Obstruction of justice. No. 407-916-5400. Another line open. What was the president talking about there? He's talked about it a lot. Go ahead, line three. Oh, I was going to talk about the GKT. The what? The GKT, the testing? The teachers <laughs> testing. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We're not taking questions on that, but I'm sorry. Let's go to line four. Go right ahead, line four. The, AOC, uh, the, the Green Deal? The what? The, the, um, the, the Green Deal, the, the energy deal from AOC. Yeah, I think uh, maybe you're close enough. Yaffe, let's verify that. We don't want to have them knock it out before we get to run against it. So let's take it easy. I'm, I'm actually saying it's a wonderful thing. The Green New Deal. 
Close enough. You knew what you were talking uh, about and yeah. what he was talking oh, about. Yeah. We're giving the prize away. You've got the Trump policy board game. What do you think, my friend? I'm tickled. <laughs> well, good. I didn't mean to tickle you. It's not a Joe Biden touchy-feely thing. I'm, you know, we're keeping our distance <laughs> here on the radio airwaves. I hope no one's offended. <laughs> What's your first name? Chris. Chris. And where you call home? What what hometown you calling in from? Deltona. Deltona, up in beautiful Volusia County. Great to have you with us here on Good Morning Orlando. Thanks for listening to our show, and congratulations, Chris. Thank you. Good deal. I'm going to put you off air with uh, the Fox, Melissa. She'll take care of you, all right? Okay, thank you. All right, don't go away now. You are our winner. What's coming in on the text line, Yaffe, on the issue of lowering the bars uh, the bar for getting teachers certified. There's legislation that needs to fail in Tallahassee uh, that would do exactly that. Uh, yeah, one person said uh, not enough teachers, classrooms without supervision, need long-term fixes, but then ask, but you want to give them guns, bud? I want to give them the option with training as a line of defense in the classroom against the next mass shooter, God forbid. Yes, I do. Yeah, another person says, I do agree standards need to be high, took me 20 minutes to take the social studies proficiency test and hit 100%. It should be difficult enough that no one gets 100%. WFLF Fine Hills, Orlando. WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando. And W226BT, Orlando. News Radio 93.1 WFLA and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. Delighted to have you with us here on a Thursday morning at the top of the 7 o'clock hour as we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. Here and now for you on News Radio 93.1 WFLA FM AM 540 and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour good news for the governor. More in one minute. How DeSantis is handling Rifkes versus Ertel. Very interesting. We'll talk about it next on Good Morning Orlando. After just a few months on the job, Governor Ron DeSantis is getting a thumbs up from most Florida voters in a new Mason-Dixon poll. From our newsroom, Larry Spillman reports. 62% approve of the way DeSantis is doing his job, while only 24% disapprove. DeSantis even gets a 53% approval rating in a heavily Democratic Southeast Florida. Democrats statewide are evenly split over DeSantis. 41% approve, 41% disapprove, which is a pretty good outcome considering the current sharp partisan divide in the country and the narrow margin by which DeSantis won the November election. Larry Spillman, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. This day and age, those are impressive numbers for any politician, and most certainly his predecessor, Rick Scott, never polled approval numbers like that. And I think maybe the contrast between Rick Scott and Ron DeSantis is helping Ron DeSantis. I think it is. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A 13-year-old Kissimmee girl was riding her bike to school yesterday morning when she was hit by a car driven by an unlicensed driver. Mariana Perez Baroto, a student at Lake Marion Creek Middle School, died after being transported to a hospital. Polk County deputies arrested the driver, a 25-year-old woman from Argentina named Michaela Cordonel. A woman is facing charges after a search for a stolen car turned into a drug bust in Apopka. Police arrested 40-year-old Mary Rosende after they say a car stolen in Palm Beach County was found outside her home on Apopka Road. Inside the home, police say they found more than 150 pounds of marijuana, which was valued at about $1,000. 
half a million dollars. In Tallahassee, a bill prohibiting the sale or possession of childlike sex dolls is approved by the Florida Senate. The bill banning child sex dolls is sponsored by Senator Lauren Book, who was abused by her nanny when she was a child. These dolls are lifelike. They warm to the touch and can be programmed to cry, laugh, and moan. You can easily buy them online from websites like Etsy and Amazon. The dolls and the way they are used are so creepy that not a single senator wanted to debate the bill publicly, but every one of them voted for it. If the House goes along, possession of a child's sex doll could mean up to a year in jail, up to five years for repeat offenders. In Tallahassee, Rick Flagg, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. The Magic down the New York Knicks 114 to 100 at the Amway Center last night and moved into the eighth and final playoff spot in the NBA's Eastern Conference. That's because the Heat lost to Boston and Miami fell a half game behind Orlando. Nikola Vucevic led the Magic with 29 points and 13 rebounds and says they now only have to worry about themselves. If we can control that, it'll be great, but don't have to depend on other teams. Again, there's still you know, three games for us to be played, so but we just have to keep focusing on the next one. You know, We can't look too, too much ahead. There's still a lot to be played for, and uh, things change quickly, so it's a very tight race. As Vooch mentioned, the Magic have three games left in the regular season, starting with a home game against the Atlanta Hawks tonight. I think they're going to make it. WFLA News time is 7.07. The first ever photo of a black hole is to be unveiled next week. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLAOrlando. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News, weather, and traffic for the best audience in talk radio. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. But heading around, Inspector Mike Yaffe, Melissa Fox, the team here on the 50,000 watt front porch. We greet you with two more hours to go in the Thursday edition of the show, and I really want your help on something um, that it has been kind of noodling around in my brain about how Governor DeSantis, boy, he's really popular now, isn't he, um, has handled a couple of personnel situations involving the man he wants to be Surgeon General and involving the man he already had as his Secretary of State. It's the Rifkis versus Ertel issue. I'll lay it out here in a moment. But first of all, something you're absolutely wanting to jump on. Your chance to make your wallet great again. Win $1,000 in our texting contest. Listen for the keyword of the hour, which will be announced in just moments. Text that keyword to 200-200. Now, if you're a winner, you'll get a notification call from area code 513. Don't ignore it. Pick it up. And then listen throughout the day for the keyword to text to win $1,000 and make your wallet great again. All that plus an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic just two minutes away on Good Morning Orlando. It's 7.08. Headlines right now as we continue to follow the worldwide grounding of the uh, Boeing 737 MAX 8 and MAX 9 jets. The FAA is now joining forces with NASA and international regulators to evaluate Boeing's fix for its 737 MAX jets. The jet's automated uh, flight control system may have played a role in the crashes of two international flights that killed a total of about 350 people. Boeing said yesterday that its CEO was with pilots on a successful 737 MAX jet test flight with the software update 
Updates for you at least every 10 minutes in our top stories all morning on Good Morning Orlando. You're never more than 10 minutes away from the latest news, weather, and traffic. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. You know, if you take a look at Florida law or federal law or whatever, for what are considered crimes, you can you can look it up. You know, what the statute is as to what the range of penalties might be if you are convicted. But for offenses in society that are not of a criminal nature, there's really no system and there's no framework. And the penalties were running afoul of what is accepted in current society very dramatically. And that is what came to mind when I took a look at what's going on with Governor DeSantis's nominee for Surgeon General in the state of Florida. Um, he is Scott Rifkes, and um, he has a lot to recommend him here. He's done a lot of great work, but he's also been controversial, and he's had some problems. But he is still DeSantis's nominee for Surgeon General, despite being investigated for sexual harassment and admitting to some terribly inappropriate comments. His nomination has not been pulled. There are some other issues that he has had as well. But you compare that to DeSantis's Secretary of State. Remember Mike Ertel? He resigned immediately early in his tenure as Secretary of State when it surfaced that there was a picture of him in blackface at a Halloween party 15 years ago. And he immediately submitted his letter of resignation. The governor took it and said, had to have him resign. The, the dust would never settle, essentially. I'm paraphrasing DeSantis. And we just could not go on with this situation. Wow. Instantly pulled the plug on Mike Ertel, who really pulled it on himself. But he was going to be, he was going to be um, dumped by DeSantis, no question. For one photograph in blackface... You know, for which he apologized, that was taken 15 years ago with no other history of being bigoted against blacks. No other. Went to a party, played a Katrina victim, so, so-called heavily black population in New Orleans where the storm caused so much damage and death and destruction. Um, you know, one bad call at a Halloween party and he loses his position as Secretary of State. Now we have... Um, Scott Rifke's here. Um, he's been a subject of a university sexual harassment investigation. Um, they said that it didn't rise to the level of sexual harassment, um, you know, but he was on record and he admitted to and apologized for, um, you know, comments. Let me give you one of them right now. Where is this? Yeah, um, he's he's talking to a bunch of people and he, he's a He's the chairman of the Department of Pediatrics at the University of Florida College of Medicine, and he's a physician-in-chief at the UF uh, Health Shands Children's Hospital, okay? And well-regarded in many circles. Um, but according to an investigative report, he, he allegedly um, said repeatedly telling people, well, if we can't all agree on this, we'll have to get naked in a hot tub and we'll have to work it out. And uh, allegedly telling veterinary students, well, we have something in common, neither one of us can have sex with our patients, you know, this kind of thing. Um, and it was considered inappropriate comments not rising to the level of sexual harassment. But Rifkis is still the choice for Surgeon General, despite that he um, also 
was found by a university auditor not to have properly filed financial disclosure information and uh, has been involved in an ugly um, lawsuit against a a one-time colleague for libel and slander. And that fellow doctor says he doesn't think Rifkis is normal. Um, Here's the point. Which one of these is the more serious offender? Scott Rifkis, nominee for Surgeon General in Florida, or the former Secretary of State in Florida, Mike Ertel. I've laid it out what the problems have been for Rifkis. He's still the nominee. Ertel won picture 15 years ago, no other problems, and he has bounced out as Secretary of State. As I say, we, we can't agree in society when it's not a criminal act, and even, none of these things are criminal, okay? But they offend in society, and so there, there's no consistency here. It seems to me, Ertel, who's found work in Seminole County in, in, in the elections field, uh, he got the career death penalty, essentially. But Rifke's no sign that he will get the career death penalty. What do you think about that? Is, is, is the way this is going down fair in your mind? Do the penalties, or lack thereof, fit whatever the social offenses are? something we're struggling with in this society. And so there is Ron DeSantis, Scott Rifkes, and Mike Hurtel. What are your thoughts on this? I'm still kind of mulling over, you know, what's right and what's wrong here. 407-916-5400. Text line 23680 where standard message and data rates apply. You know, Melissa's jumping around on there. I know she's got something to say, and we're going to let her say it here in a moment. But we want to hear... From you. What do you think of this? Real inconsistencies seems to me, but what would be right and what is or was wrong here about the way these things have been dealt with? So let's talk about it. And we will after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines now and uh, file this under the category of the death of personal privacy in this country. Information from Facebook users now being exposed on an Amazon cloud. The cybersecurity firm found hundreds of millions of users' data on Amazon's cloud computing services. The firm reportedly found over 540 million records, including account names, comments, and likes available to the public. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories all morning here in Good Morning Orlando. News Radio 93.1 on WMGF HD3. Online at WFLAOrlando.com. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app. And on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. News Radio 93.1 and iHeartRadio Station. So Florida Secretary of State back in January on the job less than a month suddenly forced out after one picture surfaces of him in blackface from 15 years ago. While the nominee for Surgeon General, currently under the DeSantis administration, Scott Rifkes, you know, despite the the inappropriate sexual comments and the investigation uh, of sexual harassment, and he was not found to have been guilty of that, um, and the other things that that I mentioned here, is still the governor's pick for Surgeon General. He didn't pull the plug on him instantly, and that's exactly what happened with Ertel. And I conclude, on the pecking order currently of social offenses, anything that is racial is number one. All right, we're all talking about sexual harassment, Me Too, and all of that. Well, that's way down 
in terms of social offenses, not crimes, social offenses, that's down on the list. And, you know, if you do anything that, that makes you look like you're a racist in any way, bang, you get the career death penalty, the social, become a social pariah. But not so much with these other things. Interesting, isn't it? I'm, I'm talking to you guys. I know you are. I told her she could go first, and then she was silent. Well, you know, and it's a first. <laughs> well, they've okay? been arguing during the break in there. <laughs> I, I want to know. know. I can't hear it, so I want everybody to uh, hear it now. Okay, what I was telling uh, our boy over here, uh, Michael Yaffe, who's actually a man, um, that Michael Good, the dean of the College of Medicine at that time when these accusations uh, came out, the allegations of, uh, you know, inappropriate comments, again, the complaints were received by the faculty affairs dean, Miriam Lehmanker, and apparently there was no written report of any of this. As you said, he was exonerated, if you will. They didn't charge him. Of sexual him. harassment, yeah. but admitted to and apologized for these inappropriate comments, never denied them. Right. And then there are the other things as well. well the He's still stuff. the pick. He's still got this opportunity. Ertel was gone from one picture but at a party uh, er- and a bad judgment 15 years er- ago. Ertel excused himself from the situation. This Rivkey's guy's not going anywhere. And How do you know? Because there, it's been three days now. The allegations have been out there. All yeah. this is floating around, and DeSantis yeah. is, like, sticking with it. Yeah, well, DeSantis would have, and instantly, if, if he didn't get the resignation from Mertel, would have demanded it. He says, we're not going to be dealing with this because you know, this is, we just can't do but it. But he's been silent on so this. So what about it, Yaffe? Um, yeah, I mean, the thing I disagree with her is she was saying there was no documentation. That's the difference. Well, Ertel, there was actually a picture. Yeah, if there's no picture. And and I said, I don't think that really matters because he admitted to it. So it's not like he's arguing What do you mean it. there's no picture? I'm holding it in my hand. There's no, the picture. No, but there's no picture of um, a Rifkies? Rifkies. Oh, okay. So okay. that's the difference. And the documentation is different. So if you but, had if you had audio of him saying these things in a in a room in a video, like sure, that's that would what, that would be it. It might be more key for everyone. That would be the involved. end of him, Yaffe. That would make that's the what difference. She that's says. what I would say. Oh, I, I disagree with that no because picture, he's already no admitted proof. to it. What about it, Alan? I'm tired of these two guys fighting. For one thing, oh, it's <laughs> kind of fun to watch. In a way, I hope it's fun to listen. to. And at least they're in a separate room behind glass. Yes. Uh, in case anything starts getting thrown, uh, you know. We, we continually hear about these stories popping up about people's actions in their past lives. And it's we're getting to the point now where unless you've led a perfect life up to this point, you're not qualified to do anything. I yeah. mean, well, Ertel got the death penalty, the career death penalty. You know, for if one we, picture 15 years ago. If we discover you killed somebody or something and that yeah, but just they, popped up, but, but that's these are one not thing. Crimes. These are not crimes. OK, yeah. but but but. Anything with a racial component to it, you become a social pariah, and your life is over, pretty much. You know, and, I, but not so much with other things. Well, I agree with you. I think you're exactly right on that. Right, we're much more sensitive to the racial things, but wearing blackface is so obviously offensive to a whole group of people in this country. We're saying something about getting naked in a hot tub. That's not really an offensive towards a whole group of people. It's really just 
inappropriate in the workplace, but it wasn't like he was attacking women or something mm -hmm. with that statement. I think that's the biggest difference. I think hot tub users are offended. Oh, stop. It As was meant to be a joke. <laughs> it was meant to be a joke. You know, we'll all stripped down and sorted out. Apparently the pediatric unit was in disarray and he made that comment several times. He thought it was funny. No one corrected him. And then now in retrospect, oh, it's a bad idea. It's very interesting how we struggle to figure out what the appropriate penalty is, not for crimes, but social offenses. And that's the point I wanted to make by linking this Rifkis and Ertel thing with the governor. Okay? The Bob Man with you here, along with Yaffe and Melissa, and alongside me, my co-host Alan Spector has just come down from the newsroom to give us the very latest controversy in Tallahassee. Bud, more than 100 students from across the state converged on the Capitol building yesterday to protest a bill allowing teachers to be armed. Ali Sheehy, who survived last year's shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, says kids don't want their teachers packing heat. Arming teachers does not prevent the danger in schools, but only adds more variables to an already complicated equation. Teachers' focus should be on education, the job they signed up for, the job they already don't get paid enough for. The students timed their visit for the day the House was supposed to take up the school safety plan, but Republican leaders decided at the last minute to postpone the bill. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Students across Florida don't need any extra stress with statewide assessment tests taking place this week, but children attending St. Clair Evans Elementary in Jacksonville got put on edge when a shooting off campus sent bullets flying into a classroom full of test takers. Fortunately, Principal Lawanda Polidor says students were wrapping up when the shooting started. That class had actually just finished the testing for today. And so it's not going to impact um, their scores or anything of that nature. Nobody was hurt at the school. Jacksonville detectives have been talking to a couple of people. A mishap in the Bahamas is having repercussions for folks looking to travel out of Brevard County. Royal Caribbean announcing it has canceled three cruises set to leave Port Canaveral this month. The announcement came after a crane fell onto and damaged the Oasis of the Seas while it was in dry dock in the Bahamas. The dates affected are April 7th. 14th and 21st, and customers will get a full refund. After a successful test at its launch site in Texas last night, SpaceX is one step closer to sending humans to the moon and maybe one day even to Mars. Elon Musk tweeted, all systems green, after his company's prototype ship dubbed the Starhopper completed its first test. The Starhopper, mounted on top of a single Raptor engine, was tethered, so it only lifted a few inches off the ground. SpaceX hopes to use its spacecraft to colonize Mars and already has its first tourist passenger signed up to fly around the moon. Carmen Roberts, Fox News. Wasn't it Elon Musk who famously has said he wants to die on Mars? You know, meaning that the ability to get there yeah. will occur within his lifetime. And I guess reside on Mars at one point and yeah. then, you know, pass away there. Well, some some people think he's a little bit out in space right now anyway with some of the things he says. But, but seriously, <laughs> the Alliance of American Football is out of business, but many of the now dead league's serious betters are winners. Bookmaker FanDuel said yesterday it is declaring the Orlando Apollos champions and paying out futures bets on the team. FanDuel also is grading all futures bets on the seven other AAF teams as winners also. Elsewhere, Charmin is going big, rolling out a giant supply of toilet paper to last you a long time. 
The new Forever Roll is a jumbo-sized <laughs> multi-user roll. I hope it's multi-user because it holds 1,700 sheets and weighs about 2 pounds. That's about twice what a normal single-user roll holds. The rolls are so large, uh, it needs its own dispenser. Charmin is offering a starter pack through its website that comes with three multi-user rolls and includes a free toilet paper stand. Sounds like you'd use it for an ottoman, you know. If <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, gee whiz. The price for that is about 30 bucks. Charmin's Forever Roll is said to last you about one month. Not in my house. <laughs> all well, right, please. Those things all depend, you know. Oh, I know they do. Mm-hmm. Too it's much, not me. Too much information. Next time, a 37-year-old man in Wisconsin might want to make sure to get what his wife asked for the first time. That is after the 40-year-old woman called Brown Deer Police to say that she had gotten into a verbal argument with him after he bought the wrong type of chicken. During the course of the night, the argument got so bad the man chose to sleep at his father's house. It's not known what part of the chicken he was supposed to purchase or what dish she was planning to make with it. Mm -hmm. Brown Deer Police released the call in an incident report titled, Noteworthy Calls from the Weekend. (laughs) (laughs) And a wedding in Punta Gorda over on the Gulf Coast is making national headlines. The bride wore a white bikini and the groom wore denim overalls. When the couple tied the knot during a Trucks Gone Wild event, at Redneck Mud Park on March 23rd. What could go wrong there? Oh, yeah. After saying, I do, the two rolled around in the mud, as you do when you get married at a... At a, at a mudden event? Yeah. Redneck yeah, Mud you Park. You have to say mudden. Yeah, Where, where's the news in that? <laughs> the, yeah. Well, it the, went national, that's all. The, <laughs> the couple has a GoFundMe page to raise money for a honeymoon in the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just be a mud moon instead of a honeymoon. Oh, and man. Just kind of roll around in the roll, stuff. Just keep rolling around. That is crazy. George Washington voted out at George Washington University. What? Coming up. That's right. And also coming up, your chance to make your wallet great again. Be listening after the top of the hour for us to announce the keyword. You text that keyword to 200-200. You could be winning $1,000. All of that and an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes. It's 7.39 on Good Morning Orlando. Updating headlines right now. We talked about this earlier. Former Vice President Joe Biden speaking out about accusations of inappropriate behavior. Several women have accused Biden of unwelcome conduct in years past. In a video statement on Twitter yesterday, Biden acknowledged that social norms are changing and he vowed to change his behavior. He said he has heard what the women are saying and stressed that he will be more mindful and respectful of people's personal space. Biden is uh, still mulling over whether or not to enter the 2020 Democratic presidential race. Stay with us for updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Use your smart speaker. Tell Alexa to play News Radio 93.1 from iHeartRadio. George Washington, the father of our country, has received a thumbs down vote from the students at the university that bears his name, George Washington University. Here is the story according to our conservative friends at um, Campus Reform. 54% of the George Washington University students who voted in their recent student elections supported the removal 
of the school's mascot, which is George the Colonial. Um, and and it, it kind of looks like a mascot version of George Washington. Uh, now, we don't know whether the administration is actually going to say, yeah, okay, uh, George the Colonial, been the mascot for years, needs to go. But that's what the students who voted in the recent election there um, said. One student saying she felt the mascot was, are you ready for this? <laughs> a little white supremacist-y. Don't think that's a word. Little knowledge is a dangerous thing, isn't it? That the word colonial invokes an image of white men coming to take people's land. And I'm sure somewhere in the mix is George Washington was a slave owner. I mean, that was kind of the norm back then. You know, times have changed, as we know. Thank God in that, in that regard. But at any rate, um, they want to get rid of their own mascot. who's a likeness of George Washington in mascot form at George Washington University. Uh, Alan, what do you think, man? Well, you know, when I saw this story yesterday, I uh, talked to a family friend who graduated from George Washington University about a decade ago. This person keeps in touch with other alumni, and uh, they all think this thing is ridiculous. Uh, This person's perception is this was a small group of students who voted in this election and uh, that it was not anything sanctioned by the administration, and any changes in the mascot or the name, uh, the nickname of the uh, of GW, the Colonials, uh, would have to be approved by alumni as well as students and the administration. You know, you might find among the faculty, if it's a typical faculty, you know, very liberal here, and among the students indoctrinated by the liberal profs, you might find... You know, a lot of people who want to get rid of this. But when you talk about the alums who graduated in generations past and who fund a lot of what goes on at George Washington University, they're not going to put up with doing away with the with the cherished symbol of the university, George the Colonial, the mascot. And again, the uh, the perception, uh, the belief among uh, this person and the other alumni is that uh, the Colonials represents the founding fathers. This is not about people land grabbing and uh, anything to do with white supremacy. Alan, you know, liberals just seem to go out of their way to prove how stupid they really are. Um, If the students think that their school mascot, which is a caricature of George Washington, is a racist symbol, why in the heck did they go to that school in the first place? I don't know. They weren't thinking about it at the time. Oh, no, but now it's an issue. You know, they hadn't been brainwashed by the liberal profs yet. You know, they're only coming out of high school. Why would you enroll in a school named after George Washington? It's just ridiculous. This whole thing gets out of How about it, Yaffe? Well, it just really makes me sad because George Washington was an amazing man. If you ever read the history about him as a person, he was an amazing person that we should look up to. And the fact that they want to even get rid of him as a mascot, it's just its just sad. We're not a country without him. Right. As a general, you know, he was hanging by a thread, and he turned things around in the Revolutionary War, and we got rid of the British, okay? And, uh, and, and, and he became our first president and served two terms and was the father of our country, for God's sakes. Have a little bit of respect. And, you know, and, and as I say, a little knowledge is a dangerous thing. Learn about the man for whom your university is named and cherish a symbol of that great man in your George the Colonial mascot. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't yeah. agree more. There we go. Class dismissed? Yes. All right, fair enough. Will there you be for- a test? Wait, you forgot to assign homework. 
Oh, you, you are the guy. <laughs> While we're on the college theme, actresses Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin appeared in court Wednesday in that massive college admissions scam. This was their initial appearance where the judge read their charges and detailed conditions of their release. The pleas come uh, at a later date. Huffman, Laughlin, and Laughlin's husband had to confirm that they had surrendered their passports and understand their rights. They're accused of um, paying uh, a ringleader of this scam all kinds of money to get their unqualified kids into colleges. Updates at least every 10 minutes on the top stories for you on Good Morning Orlando. Use your smart speaker. Tell Google Home to play News Radio 93.1 WFLA. You know, when you ask Americans whether they want marijuana legalized for recreational use, you get very strong support in the polling. 60% of Americans favoring legalization of marijuana for adult use. Um, this is a national survey uh, by Quinnipiac. Now, we're going to reveal the very latest information on some real health concerns related to regular marijuana use. And then we're going to ask you whether you want marijuana legalized for recreational use in the state of Florida. That's what we're doing in the 8 o'clock hour. Then we're going to get Dr. Kronhouse on the weekly house call with breaking health and medical news at 8.40 to give his take as a physician on health concerns related to regular marijuana use. It is coming up. But all of that uh, comes behind the 8 o'clock news update, and uh, Alan Spector is going to give us a preview. But Democrats want to see the full Mueller report, and they're issuing subpoenas to get it. And Ron DeSantis getting some good news in a new poll. Those stories and others, along with traffic and weather together, in just two minutes. It's 7.58 on Good Morning Orlando. WFLF Fine Hills, Orlando. WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando. And W226BT, Orlando. News Radio 93.1 WFLA and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you and a good-looking Thursday in Central Florida. Here at 8 o'clock, time to update you on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. Here and now on News Radio 93.1 WFLA FM and AM 540 and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, Democrats subpoena the full Mueller report. More in one minute. If you want marijuana legalized for recreational use... We're getting into some of the reported health risks and asking you that question next on Good Morning Orlando. House Democrats are exercising their subpoena power in an effort to get their hands on special counsel Robert Mueller's full final report. Mr. Chairman, the vote is 24 ayes, 17 noes. The ayes have it. The resolution is amended as agreed to. Democrats are demanding the unredacted report. Attorney General Bill Barr has told lawmakers he'll give them a redacted version of the Mueller report by the middle of this month. New York Democrat Jerry Nadler said it's the job of Congress, not the Attorney General, to determine whether President Trump has abused his office. Meanwhile, some members of the special counsel team reportedly say the Mueller report is more damaging to the president than the Attorney General has claimed. According to the New York Times, associates of the special counsel team say Barr failed to adequately portray their findings of the investigation into Russia meddling in the 2016 election. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. 
A man's death during a traffic stop in Kissimmee is being ruled a suicide. 48-year-old Luis Valentin apparently shot himself last night after he was pulled over on John Young Parkway. Before the shooting, police removed two children ages 7 and 11 from the car and they were not hurt. Police say Valentin was being stopped on felony child pornography charges. Good news for Governor Ron DeSantis in a survey of Florida voters. The Mason-Dixon poll finds 62% approve of the way DeSantis is doing his job, while only 24% disapprove. DeSantis even gets a 53% approval rating in heavily Democratic Southeast Florida. Democrats statewide are evenly split over DeSantis, 41% approve, 41% disapprove. Those are amazing numbers for anybody who's a governor of any state. I have yet to talk to anybody, and I meet a lot of people, Alan, who have a negative word to say about the job Ron DeSantis is doing, and that is unusual. It is. In Tallahassee, the Florida Senate stands with our four-legged friends in law enforcement. The Senate votes to increase the penalty for harming police dogs and horses. Senator Tom Wright used to work as a cop in Minnesota. His partner was a canine. I probably wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for those dogs. So our canine units are important to us. They're a part of the, of the officer's family. These are officers. They just happen to have four legs. Under current law, killing a police dog, fire dog, or search and rescue dog is punishable by up to five years in prison. The bill approved by the Senate increases that to 15 years. In Tallahassee, Rick Flagg, News Radio 93.1, WFLA. The Magic won last night, and the Heat lost. That means Orlando moves into the eighth and final playoff spot in the NBA's Eastern Conference with three games left in the regular season. The Magic down the New York Knicks 114 to 100 at the Amway Center as Nikola Vucevic led the charge with 29 points and 13 rebounds. Terrence Ross added 23 points off the bench and said the job now is just to keep winning. That's our motto right now is we got to win our way in. We can't worry about too much about what other teams are doing, but uh, if, we, if we win these next three games, I mean, we're going to put ourselves in a good position. Orlando hosts the Atlanta Hawks tonight. WFLA News time is 8.05. A pregnant TV meteorologist epically claps back on Twitter at body-shaming trolls. Ooh. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Join us on Facebook and Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. From News Radio 93.1, this is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Hedinger, Alan Spector, Michael Yaffe, and Melissa Fox. You know, we have medical marijuana finally being uh, implemented in Tallahassee. A lot of political foot dragging after the people spoke in that uh, amendment that passed by 71% in 2016. I can tell you that multiple petition drives are taking shape to get um, the legalization of marijuana for recreational use, full legalization on the 2020 ballot here in November of 2020 in the state of Florida. And I wouldn't be at all surprised if it makes it onto the ballot then the question will be, does it get the necessary 60% uh, for approval and enshrinement in the Constitution? Now, before we open up the one-word texting poll lines on the question of whether you want full legalization of marijuana, I want you to listen to the very latest information on health and public safety concerns related to regular marijuana use. It's an important topic, and we're diving into it with you here in just a moment. And we're not blowing smoke about this. We've got a chance for you to make your wallet great again, win $1,000 in our texting contest. We're going to announce the keyword of the hour in moments. 
What you do? Text that keyword to 200-200. If you're a winner, you'll get a notification call from area code 513. Please answer it. Listen throughout the day for the keyword to text to win $1,000 and make your wallet great again. An update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. It's 8.07. This Florida headline now progress is reportedly being made in a wildfire up in the panhandle now burning for a sixth day. The Florida Forest Service has announced that the Allenton Road fire in Bay County is now 80% contained. That blaze started on Saturday, spread to more than 600 acres. Governor DeSantis visited the area yesterday, said he's encouraged by the efforts to get that big fire under control. Updates for you at least every 10 minutes on our top stories that we promise and deliver here on Good Morning Orlando. News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Henninger, Alan Spector, Michael Yaffe, and Melissa Fox on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. When they rewrote the medical marijuana amendment the second time around, I was supportive of it, campaigned for its approval, and it was approved overwhelmingly, and, um, and it got my vote. As far as legalizing marijuana for the state of Florida, I think that that is almost inevitable, although it will not get my yes vote. And perhaps those of you who've been red hot on legalizing marijuana for recreational use may think twice after you hear what I'm about to share with you. Um, A really good comprehensive report I recommend to you uh, in the WashingtonExaminer.com website on this. Headline, Look at the Science and Stop the March Toward Legalized Marijuana. They cite a brand new study published in the well-respected medical journal Lancet that has found that high-potency marijuana, and what's out there is reportedly more potent than it has ever been here in this country, that this used on a regular basis can make you psychotic. Doesn't prove it, but it suggests that that's a problem for a significant percentage of people who would become or are regular marijuana users. You can literally lose your mind. Also, marijuana, a serious health risk in other areas, resulting in an unhealthy dependence among about one-third of its users. Not everybody gets hooked. Not everybody who drinks becomes an alcoholic. But about one-third of marijuana users on a regular basis get hooked on it. Research shows it is a definite risk for your lung health. No surprise there. It is smoking. And it is especially dangerous for your heart health. Also, it's been linked to a form of testicular cancer in men. Regular recreational marijuana use. What else can I share with you? A study published in the Journal of American Medical Association Psychiatry publication this in February found that teenage marijuana use is associated with significant increases in developing depression and suicidal behavior once the teens become adults. It increases that risk, they say, by 40%. Now, what about states where they have fully legalized marijuana? Um, The piece that I read, and I'm referencing here, takes Colorado for an example and cites these statistics. They legalize marijuana for recreational use, as a lot of folks in Florida would like to have done here back in 2012. What's happened since? Marijuana-related traffic deaths in Colorado up more than 150%, while overall state traffic deaths have increased by only 35%. 
Colorado emergency room visits related to marijuana use increased by 52%, while marijuana-related hospitalizations in Colorado went up 148%. Since the legalization of marijuana in Colorado, violent crime, listen to this, has increased nearly 19% compared to the national increase of just 3.7%, and they can cite no other factor of significance in Colorado except that marijuana is now being widely used on a regular basis. Likewise in Colorado, Property crime has increased by 8% since 2012, while nationally property crime has gone down more than 13%. And then people will say, well, you know what? We might as well legalize it, tax it, get that revenue in to do all kinds of great things. In Colorado, the conclusion is for every dollar gained in tax revenue from the legalization of marijuana... People in Colorado spent approximately $4.50 to deal with the negative effects of legalized marijuana. So there, with that in mind, our one-word texting poll is now open for the balance of the show. And the question is this, do you want marijuana to be legalized for recreational use? Text either yes or text no to 23680. Do you want marijuana to be legalized for recreational use? Text either yes or text no to 23680, where standard message and data rates apply. I want to get Yaffe, and I want to get Alan, and I want to get the Fox in on this as well, Melissa. But we want to hear from you on long-form texts or on the phone. Tell me. If we're on the ballot today, and based on what I just shared with you about the research on problems in terms of health and public safety from regular recreational marijuana use, would you want marijuana to be legalized in Florida for recreational use? 407-916-5400. Toll free is 866-916-5400. Callers, let me hear from you. And long-form texters as well. And, of course, the one-word texting poll is now open. Text either yes or no in response to the question, do you want marijuana to be legalized for recreational use? You're trying to sell your house? Boy, you got a lot of company right now. I mean, everybody's trying to cash out, and, 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 you know, with the sky-high prices and whatever, you see a lot of homes for sale around central Florida. And um, do you ever wonder... Who's the right realtor for something like that? It's the biggest financial transaction most of us will ever engage in is the sale of a house. you got to get the right person to get this done because you want the most money you can get and you want the deal done quickly. You don't want to be trying to sell a house and have it languish on the market for month after month, maybe year after year. This is why you've got to get with my friend, the trusted realtor, Laura Peterson with Frontgate Realty. She'll show you how she... Um, sells her homes 22% faster now than the average agent. She gets folks more money than the average agent. She has 6,700 actual pre-qualified ready home buyers. Maybe a bunch of them are perfect to buy your house at your price. It's her buyers and waiting program. It is amazing the work that Laura Peterson does at Front Gate Realty. It's amazing. She'll guarantee, Laura will, to sell your home at your price, or she's going to buy it herself, guaranteed in writing at a price you've agreed to. So don't call just any realtor when you can get the top realtor in the area. And uh, this is Laura Peterson. She's the only one I would trust to sell my home. Laura Peterson with Frontgate Realty. Give her a call on the Bud Man's Best. 
You need to do this if you're trying to sell a home or you know somebody who is. You need to get them to Laura, and here's how you do it. 407-566-2555, 407-566-2555, and start packing. More on the website, laurahasthebuyers.com. So what about it? Do you want, after what I've shared with you, marijuana to be legalized for recreational use? Call us, text us, participate in the one-word texting poll, Texting either yes or no on that question to 23680. We continue with an update now on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in only two minutes, and then back to the hot topic of this half hour on News Radio 93.1 WFLA FM and AM 540 and the iHeartRadio app. Headlines out of Washington now, where Democrats are demanding to see President Trump's tax returns. The chairman of the powerful House Ways and Means Committee, controlled now, of course, by the Democrats, has sent a letter to the IRS asking for Trump's returns from 2013 to 2018, not only his personal forms, but also for all his organizations. The president says he's waiting for an IRS audit to finish before he'll release them. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. News Radio 93.1 on WMGF HD3. Online at WFLAOrlando.com. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app. And on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. News Radio 93.1 and iHeartRadio Station. So I laid out the latest research showing the dangers to health and public safety of legalized marijuana for recreational purposes. The question on our one-word texting poll and on the 50,000-watt front porch in general at this moment, do you want marijuana to be legalized for recreational use? Text either yes or text no to 23680. Yaffe? Yeah, you know, I actually am one of these people who believes that there are good arguments on both sides of this issue. What really bothers me, though, is on the pro-legalization side, I often hear a lot of people say, it's harmless. Let's just do what everyone does it anyway. And that's what bothers me because it's not harmless. There's no way you could say it's harmless. It will have some damaging effects on society. That being said, I can understand some of the arguments on the other side as well. I would vote no on legalization, though. Okay, let me just tell you first of all you got your proponents of legalizing the recreational marijuana who say it'll add billions to the economy going to create hundreds and thousands of jobs free up scarce police resources and stop huge racial disparities in marijuana enforcement okay now you have the opponents of legalizing um who say that it'll increase teen use like you said lead to more medical emergencies traffic deaths even while driving high revenue from the legalization will fall far short of the cost because of increased hospital visits and addiction treatment saying marijuana use is more physically and mentally harmful and it should be discouraged yeah, okay. okay that's no. what you said now the surveys and hospital data do not prove that marijuana has caused a population-wide increase in psychosis. They do offer intriguing evidence, though. Yeah, I'll give okay. you that. Do we need to add one more thing that can mess you up into the mix in society is my question. And where would you be on legalization of marijuana, Melissa? I would say yes, because it is more regulated for consumer safety. You don't know what you're getting when you're getting it from Joe down the road. What about it, Alan? Well, conceding there may be dangers in uh, smoking marijuana... Uh, there are already many things that are legal that are dangerous, including smoking, drinking, and driving, just to name a few. So one more added to the list. I don't know if it makes a big difference. 
Terry, you're in Orlando. What about it? Would you vote to legalize marijuana for recreational use or not? Absolutely not. Your research is only the tip of the iceberg. Uh, over time, other credible research says uh, paranoid schizophrenia is part of it. Also, conception, while uh, having that in your system, causes birth defects, brain damage. It changes the shape of the brain. This is only the tip of the iceberg. We're in for a long haul. Follow the money. It's not going to, it's going to come Florida. Got it. Thank you, Terry. I absolutely believe it's going to show up on the ballot, and I wouldn't be at all surprised if it passes. Uh, but we're trying to give you the latest here, you know, before you go hog wild in that direction. On the other side of the issue, we have Henry in Claremont. Good morning, Henry. And what do you think about legalizing marijuana? Good morning, guys. Um, I think it should be recreational and um, probably limit the circumstances as alcohol is. That way, um, you know, everybody will feel safer about it and everybody will do the right stuff about it instead of going doing bad things with it. All right. Well, thanks, Henry. Appreciate the call. Yep, absolutely. How about some of the long-form textures reacting? The question, do you favor or not the legalization of marijuana for recreational purposes? Yeah, one person says, no, and bud, this was so predictable. Says when medical marijuana was legalized, it just paved the way for legalizing recreational use of it as well, which a lot of people, including myself, argued that this really was a stepping stone towards full legalization. And we got another texture that sort of agrees with me. Legalize it, regulate it, tax it. All right. We're going to find out what Dr. Kronhaus thinks, a physician's perspective on the latest research about, you know, the health risks associated with regular marijuana use, which, of course, is what you would open the door to uh, if it were legalized for recreational purposes. Good morning to you. Glad you're with us here as we charge for the 9 o'clock hour. Bottom of the hour news update right now with Alan. And I guess Joe's been Biden this time, but now he's speaking out. But seriously, former Vice President Joe Biden is speaking out about accusations of inappropriate behavior. Several women have accused him of unwelcome conduct in years past. In a video statement on Twitter, Biden acknowledged that social norms are changing and he vowed to change his behavior. I hear what they're saying. I understand it. And I'll be much more mindful. That's my responsibility. My responsibility, and I'll meet it. Biden stressed that he'll be more respectful of people's personal space. He is thought to be nearing a decision about entering the 2020 Democratic presidential race. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A convicted felon is in trouble again for an incident in Orange County. 47-year-old Roger Smith was arrested yesterday for allegedly pointing a laser at a sheriff's department helicopter three times. Deputies say Smith denied pointing the laser, but they say a laser was found in his home. Deputies say they also found in his home guns. And as a convicted felon, Smith is not allowed to have those. In Tallahassee, students flood the state capitol to protest a bill that allows teachers to carry concealed firearms in school. Backers of the bill claim teachers and other school guardians would be the first line of defense from an active shooter. But Florida A&M student Zion Kelly says more guns are not the answer. Arming teachers and administrators will not increase safety within schools. We cannot solve a gun issue with more guns. Guns do not make us safer. It only causes more violence. The school safety bill was scheduled to be heard in the House Wednesday, but it was pulled from the calendar at the last minute. The bill's not dead, just delayed. In Tallahassee, Rick Flagg, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Third graders across the state have been taking the standard assessment test. 
But some test takers at a Jacksonville elementary school had an even more nerve-wracking experience when bullets went flying through their classroom just as they were finishing up. One window was shattered and that window is being replaced. Luanda Polidor is principal of St. Clair Evans Elementary. No students or teachers were hurt. The gunfire came from off campus and police are talking to two people. Even though the season is over, UCF men's basketball still has a presence at the Final Four. Knights guard B.J. Taylor will participate in tonight's three-point shooting contest in Minneapolis. The Orlando native ended his career with the sixth most three-pointers made in UCF history. You can watch B.J. take on seven other shooters tonight at 9 o'clock on ESPN. That'll be fun. Elsewhere, bud, I've got a music quiz for you. Real quick, name this guy. I know it, but I don't know it. The song is Starman. Bowie. David Bowie. Bowie. Oh, Melissa's come on, got it. Man. Shoe Company Vans is unveiling its new David Bowie collection. The sneakers and apparel items include colors and designs inspired by Bowie's albums. The collection will be available Friday. David Bowie, of course, passed away from cancer in 2016. That's right. An entertainment venue in Iowa is bursting with pride to announce it has entered the Guinness Book of World Records. Yes, we have another ridiculous world record to report. Can't wait. They set a record with a 150-pound pickleball paddle. Do you know what pickleball oh, is? Oh, yeah, I know what pickleball is. The thing weighs 150 pounds. That's going to slow you down a little, isn't it? Uh, well, you know, pickleball is basically tennis for people who don't want to move. Right. <laughs> Smash Park in West Des Moines features drinks, pickleball, and other yard games. They say Big Blue is a replica pickleball paddle measuring 13.6 feet tall and 6.9 feet wide. <laughs> the park is celebrating the record with a month of food and drink specials, including a 192-ounce Moscow mule. And we're going to finish on a heartwarming note, bud. Yeah. A mom in Nevada is driving around in a car that her 13-year-old son got her. Crystal Preston is a single mom who says she is starting over, and she shared her story on Facebook. It has since gone viral. Her son, William, said he saw people on YouTube surprising their mothers with a car, and he wanted to do the same. He saw an ad for a car, contacted the owner, and offered a trade. His Xbox and yard work for the car. The car's owner initially refused, but later changed her mind. Preston, the mom, said when he surprised her, she cried. The maker of Xbox, Microsoft, saw the story and contacted the mother, and they're sending her son a new Xbox console. Fantastic. I like it. Good stuff. And if you like all the elsewhere segments that Alan gives us at the end of the news at the bottom of the hour, Yaffe's got them all posted every day on the website, WFLAOrlando.com. Yeah, go to the Good Morning Orlando page and look for Elsewhere with Alan Spector. A lot of fun stuff there for you. And uh, our one-word texting poll continues, do you want marijuana to be legalized for recreational use? Text either yes or no to 23680. Text either the word yes or the word no to 23680. We're tallying up the votes. The poll stays open. Results coming before the end of the show. Up next with perspectives on the health concerns that research are turning up on legalizing marijuana, Dr. Ken Kronhaus, and he'll have that take and 
an update on the breaking health and medical news. He brings us every Thursday at 840 on The House Call. It's dead ahead. Be listening just after the top of the hour for your next chance to make your wallet great again. When we announce the keyword of the hour, text it to 200-200. You could win $1,000. And we're just two minutes away from an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. It's 839 on Good Morning Orlando. But he's joining us right now. This headline out of Washington House Democrats exercising their subpoena power in an effort to get their hands on special counsel Robert Mueller's full final report. They're demanding the unredacted report. Attorney General Bill Barr has told lawmakers he'll give them a redacted version of the Mueller report by mid-April. New York Democrat Jerry Nadler said it is the job of Congress, not the Attorney General, to determine whether President Trump has abused his office. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Listen to us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Search WFLA Orlando. Here on Good Morning Orlando, we care about your health and well-being. After all, without you, who would listen to the show? That's why each Thursday at this time, we welcome our own doctor, Ken Kronhaus. Doc, it's great to have you with us. Good morning and welcome back to the 50,000-watt front porch. Good morning and thank you all around. Now, from a doctor's uh, perspective... What about the health issues related to the recreational use of marijuana? Well, we need, Bud, to distinguish between recreational and medical use. And what I'm going to talk about now yeah. is recreational, yeah, absolutely. not medical we've, use. We've, we've definitely we've divided that up well here. But if now people want to move to recreational legalization, sure. and what do you worry about? Well, you're not doing it for your health. That's the bottom line if you're using it recreationally. It's much more potent today. It's not your father's marijuana. A high-potency marijuana can make you psychotic. This is out of a recent publication in Lancet. Right. It results in unhealthy dependence among nearly one-third of users. It's bad for your lungs. It can cause just chronic bronchitis, decrease the immune response in your lungs. And it's bad for your heart, and it can increase the risk of a typical, of a specific type of uh, testicular cancer. Actually, a person's risk of heart attack during the first hour after smoking marijuana, it's nearly five times his or her usual risk. Wow. There's an increased risk in traffic deaths, ER visits from marijuana, and hospitalization in Colorado and other states that have legalized marijuana. Now, and let me ask you, if this winds up on the ballot in Florida, it sounds to me like you might be a no vote. If you're talking about recreational use, I would be a no vote. This is a drug, adolescent marijuana. It's associated with significant up to 40% risk in developing depression and suicidal behavior in adulthood. This is out of a publication this past February, Mm -hmm. JAMA Psychiatry. Um, Again, for medicinal use, it's a whole different perspective. There are some places where it may be useful, but this does not mean that it's good for recreational use. If you use it recreationally, again, you're not doing it for your health. Interesting. Let's move on to more breaking health and medical news right now. Folks, you're listening to us here. If I asked you what the world's biggest killer might be, 
I'll bet you'd be surprised to find out what Doc's about to share with us now. Medical Journal Lancet this week, but bad diets are shortening lives worldwide, killing more people globally than either smoking or high blood pressure. Bad diet caused 22% of all deaths among adults in the year 2017. Poor nutrition helps cause many health conditions from high blood pressure to type 2 diabetes. Some eating habits with particularly strong links to higher death rates include diets high in sodium and those low in whole grains, fruits and vegetables, and nuts and seeds, and generally eat fewer processed foods and more whole plant-based foods. All right, now this is interesting. More and more of our teenagers are into vaping and you're raising a big medical red flag here this morning on that issue. Sure, but the FDA warned this week that there have been reports of teens experiencing seizures after they vape. There have been 35 reported cases of seizures following the use of e-cigarettes between 2010 and early 2019. With the 35 seizure cases, there's no clear pattern. Seizures have been reported among first-time e-cigarette users and experienced users. In a few situations, there was a prior history of seizure diagnosis. In a few reported cases, the seizures occurred in association with the use of other substances such as marijuana or amphetamines. Seizures have been reported as occurring after a few puffs or up to one day after use. Boy, there you go. That's important, and so is this. Normally, I don't associate drinking wine with a cancer risk, but folks, listen to what Doc has on that. BMC Public Health Medical Journal this week, Doug Abud. We all associate drinking alcohol with liver disease, but drinking alcohol, Bud, is also the fifth leading cause of cancer. Drinking a bottle of wine each week is the same as smoking five to ten cigarettes a week when it comes to raising the risk of getting cancer. But for women, drinking one bottle of wine per week increases the lifetime risk of cancer to the same level as smoking ten cigarettes a week, largely driven by a higher risk of breast cancer. But among men, drinking a bottle of wine each week boosts the lifetime risk of cancer equal to smoking five cigarettes a week. Other causes of cancer, everybody, include obesity and overweight, ultraviolet radiation, physical inactivity, and unhealthy diet with low fruit and vegetable intake. Doc, you know so much about all branches of health and uh, medicine here, but your specialty, of course, is the heart. And uh, time is tight, but a couple of heart-related items in the news. Rock and uh, roll legend from the Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger, off tour, facing some heart surgery. What can you tell us? He's 75, had his eighth child in 2016. It's been reported this week he'll need a heart valve procedure. If the need for valve replacement, uh, it's a strong possibility it would be to replace the aortic valve. They haven't reported this yet. That's what I'm predicting because of aortic stenosis. This is narrowing of the valve. It's a condition that happens when the flaps of the valve become stiff and thickened or may fuse together. The narrowed valve cannot open fully, and that blocks blood flow out to the rest of your body. How is he likely to do? He's, he's likely to do pretty well. Right now, we have two possibilities for treating this uh, conventional open-heart surgery or this TAVR. It stands for trans-aortic valve replacement. It's through the catheter. In the, we're using TAVR. Um, it's about an hour to an hour and a half procedure, and he, the recovery time is about a week. Uh, okay. Traditional is four to six weeks. All right. It's interesting. There's news out of Osceola County that's starting next year. 
kids in public school there uh, who want to go out for sports are going to have to have their hearts examined uh, quickly. Without going too deeply into detail here, is this something you would support yes. in Osceola County and beyond? Yes, get a good history, physical exam, and electrocardiogram, and then if needed, more testing, the an echo and or the bud scan are needed. You're trying to prevent two things, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy and congenital coronary artery disease. Boy, there's a lot of ground we covered here this morning, and we thank you so much for your expertise and, and your dedication to our show. Great to have you here on the House Call every Thursday morning at 840, Doc. Have a great day at Lake Cardiology. Be well, bud. He talks about the BudScan 2.0, his amazing state-of-the-art heart scan that he named in my honor because it saved my life. It'll end the guesswork about what shape your heart's in. Book an appointment and find out what great heart care is all about with Dr. Kronhaus at Lake Cardiology, 352-735-1400. Call him today. It's your heart. It's your life, 352-735-1400. Catch Doc every Sunday afternoon from 2 until 3 on WFLA and his nationally syndicated show, Good Day Health with Dr. Ken. Our one-word texting poll results coming up. You can still get in on it. Here's what you do. You text either yes or no to 23680. What's the question? Glad you asked. Do you want marijuana to be legalized for recreational use? Right now, text either yes or no to 23680. Heavy voting, and we want to hear from you. And we'll give you the results after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic one more time here in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Finish joining us right now. This headline, a serious mishap we've been reporting on in the Bahamas is having repercussions for folks cruising out of Port Canaveral. Royal Caribbean has announced it has canceled three cruises set to leave Port Canaveral this month. The announcement comes after a crane fell onto and damaged the Oasis of the Seas while it was in dry dock in the Bahamas. The date's affected April 7th, 14th and 21st, and customers will get a full refund. Updates and top stories are promised all morning here on Good Morning Orlando. TM Orlando, weekdays 5 to 6 p.m., News Radio 93.1. Yeah, that's Yaffe's show coming up from 5 until 6 tonight for the ride home, PM Orlando. Not to be missed, you have been furiously counting up the votes on the one-word texting poll. We asked folks to text either yes or no in response to the question, do you want marijuana to be legalized for recreational use? What do you got? All right, sorry, I was still counting. Um, yeah, it's a lot. Uh, for the yes, some people who want it legalized, we have 71 people that say yes, it should be legalized. For the no's, we have, let's see, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, 10, 120, 130, 140, 150, 154 wow. say no. Record number of votes, I think. Yeah, and I'm hoping one day we can fit in our budget a calculator. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we need one of those. Carry the form. Oh, wow. Yeah, if he has only so many fingers. <laughs> good, good stuff. And um, there you go. Very interesting here this morning. And all I have to say is go magic. I think they went out there in, right? I mean, nobody can stop them if they win the next three games. Yeah. yeah. They play the Atlanta Hawks tonight at the Amway Center, and then two more games after that. Win all three, and they are in. They moved last night into the eighth and final playoff spot in the NBA's Eastern Conference by beating the Knicks while the Heat lost at Miami to the Boston Celtics. Going to be great. And for the ride home, tie in with Yaffe on PM Orlando. When are you on, buddy? I'm on 5 to 6 p.m. I will not be counting any uh, t- 
texts, but I go. will be on at nine o'clock tonight with Connection Show. It's our procrastination show. I know you put it off. It's Absolutely okay. right. <laughs> Thank you. Good stuff coming up, and we'll see you tomorrow morning, six to nine, from all of us. Thank you. God bless you, and God bless America.